Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I don't think he's yeah. going to run, but I'd like to yeah. go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now. Bush. Donald Trump knows the economy will build a strong again, he's stronger. He knows. Because he can't talk. Guess what? It's saving the attack Marin taxpayer, what we've done so far. Whoosh. I advise him I'd want to debate me, too. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Look, this country faces enormous problems today, and we all know what they are. We're talking about income and wealth inequality. We're talking about 60% of workers living paycheck to paycheck. The economy, as you've indicated, is really doing well. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Is there a national purpose in encouraging Americans to invest in Chinese equities that you're aware of? Because I'm not. Both inward and outward investment are economically beneficial. Ah. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. You know, usually when you get a uh, an annual report of an organization, you just read it and you just go, you kind of nod and just go, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, and you just put it aside and forget about it. I, I just got a report yesterday uh, that went out uh, from the Mass GOP, the Massachusetts State Republican Party, Chairwoman Amy Carnevale's one-year update Mass GOP's financial and political revival, and it's such a it, it's such a good read. It, it it made me feel good after the sort of the uh, destruction of the uh, last regime. I wanted to have her on to discuss uh, what's been going on with the uh, Mass Republican Party. Amy Carnavali, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, thanks, Howie. Thanks for having me on. And con- congratulations. I mean, this again, this report uh, made me feel good. Maybe we should tweet out the uh, report just so people, other people can see it, the the update for the past year. What, uh, I mean, you, you started at a really low point last year, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 2022 represented a low point for the Republican Party in Massachusetts. Uh, we lost seats. Our, our party was left in substantial debt and had compliance problems both at the federal and at the state level. Um, so we started at a time um, of difficulty for the party, and we put our sleeves up and, and we worked hard, um, not only to try to erase a lot of that inherited debt, um, get us into compliance, uh, but also field candidates. We had, uh, we've had two special elections, uh, and of course, we actually won a seat, um, flipping a state Senate seat. Um, that have been held by Democrats uh, for uh, for decades. So that was that was a big success for us. And, and now looking ahead uh, to this year, we're really amping up our our strategy for outreach and communication uh, to voters and recruiting more candidates to run for office. Yeah, it's just I, I'm just looking at this. Uh, you know, you there were all these unpaid bills that that are with vendors that you've now uh, you you've now resolved. There was three hundred thousand dollars in misreporting in the twenty uh, twenty two cycle. You're you're still you're still dealing with that problem, right? 
Uh, we are. Uh, we provided uh, months ago. We provided all the information we have to the um, compliance agency at the state level, and um, they're now they've now taken on that um, that review uh, of, of that misreporting. Um, and we hope to hear more from it. But uh, we've 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 done all we can uh, to provide whatever records they've asked. You got five. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, and again, this has nothing to do with you. You just had to straighten out this mess. It was like cleaning out the right. uh, stables here. You know, you had a you had a fine from the Federal Elections Commission from the previous regime. You had a fifteen thousand dollars state fine for campaign violations. Uh, I mean, th- 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 these people left you with. And, and now they are. How about the, all these lawsuits that these uh, the the prior regime left you with? Have they been resolved yet? It, it's been a lot, Howie. <laughs> when you consider both the the compliance issues, <laughs> the lawsuits, the, the debt, uh, but one by one, we're we're dealing with all the issues. Uh, we do still have a, a couple of lawsuits in litigation, um, and you know, frankly, I think uh, it, a couple of them are are frivolous, and then one will will deal with. Um, on the merits uh, to provide an amicable resolution. Um, but, you know, in, in politics, politics is a tough, tough game. Uh, but when you have the right policies behind you and you actually care about electing Republicans to office who can enact uh, or at least advocate for sensible policies, um, you, you've got the public behind you. And so that, that's what I feel that I have. And so I'm really just trying to stay focused on the future. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that the the previous regime that created all these problems, these frivolous lawsuits, these these uh, fines you've had to pay off, they're they're trying to regain power again. I don't know how much you can say about it, but they're they're going to be some of them, some of the same people who've created all these uh, these amazing headaches and these fiascos for the Republican Party. They're going to be on the ballot again, aren't they? Running for the state committee. Well, we do have an election coming up on March 5th, uh, which is the presidential primary in Massachusetts. So along with uh, the Republican, those who choose a Republican ballot will also have an opportunity uh, to vote for their candidates for state committee. Uh, so many of the races are competitive. Um, and um, I would just say that I think in, in some of these races, there's a clear choice. As party chair, I cannot weigh in on, and I and I will not I understand. weigh in on any of those races as yeah, um, uh, but I'll, I'll work with whoever is elected uh, for the sense of, for the for the purpose of advancing the the party. So your your candidate uh, recruitment for the legislature uh, continues, and you have a uh, where do people go? Can people still get involved if they want to run for a uh, state rep or state senate seat? Absolutely, Howie. So they can go to uh, massgop.com. They can email me directly at aac amy carnavali ac at massgop.com. And I'll just mention um, today we have a primary and a, the state rep seat to replace um, Peter Durant, who is our state rep who got elected or, to the state Senate. And we have two Republicans running and no Democrat even filed for the seat. So uh, barring a uh, bar, barring a write in campaign uh, that would, may take a miracle, we're feeling pretty good about uh, holding on to that seat. And um, so we think we have the right message to move ahead and looking to attract more recruits to, to run for office and to work with us. Uh, and the, the next training with. schedule is uh, Saturday, February 24th at the Kowloon in Saga. So if you yeah. want get, get invo- right. if you want to get involved, uh, they, this year for the first time in several cycles, there's there's going to be Republican support behind you. It's it's not just going to be you're not just going to be left out on your own. Uh, 
with no no support whatsoever and your your vendors being unpaid. There's a real Republican organization in the state again for the first time. By the way, when was the last time there was a, a the Republican primary winner had no Democrat opposition for an open seat, even in a special election? I, I can't even remember it, Amy. Can you? I cannot. I've asked that question myself. Nobody's been able to tell me. So maybe one of your listeners can can let us know. Yeah, it could be back to the days when uh, I, I don't know when John Parker was president of the Senate back in the nineteen or no was it John? No, it wasn't even John. I don't think John Parker ever was president of the Senate. I forget who Curtis maybe was the last president of the Senate who was a Republican. But anyway, this is uh, it's it's really great news that uh, you, you've done a you've done a fantastic job uh, putting all this together. And I I, I don't envy you what all the uh, uh, all the digging out from under all this mess that you've had to do over the last year. Well, thank you, Howie. Again, it's for the, it's for an important purpose, and that's, that's to bring sensible, common-sense policies to the Commonwealth, which has really gone off a cliff, um, you know, far to the left. So we've got to bring back um, two-party government and at least try to bring a, a check on the, on the Democrats on Beacon Hill. So that's what it's all about, and not to mention, um, you know, the White House and Bidenomics. So to have that other voice out there, um, talking about sensible policies is really critical. Yeah, right yeah I'm, I'm glad you're putting out press releases again just to get on the record. I mean, this this whole thing with the, the state budget is not is not getting nearly the attention it deserves. Uh, you know, seven months in a row, the revenue projections have come in uh, under uh, – under expectations it's and and nobody's paying any attention to it it seems like outside the state house and the illegal migrant crisis is only getting worse and republicans have been saying for months uh that 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 program needs to be examined for reform it's just unsustainable um and and we've really reached that crisis point at this at this point so um it's going to have to be addressed and it's really hurting uh citizens of of the Commonwealth who have been present of uh, living, you know, for many years, our senior citizens, our veterans, and it's coming at the expense of some of the programs that have supported them for years. Uh, Justin uh, Cassano from Boyle's Body Works just tweet, uh, texted me and said, what a breath of fresh air from uh, that Amy brings. I think he's, I think Justin is a candidate for the state committee too, by the way. Uh, and his <laughs> wife, Ruthie, is a candidate for the state committee as well on March 5th. We'll be, we'll be talking more about this. But again, Amy, you've done a, a fantastic job and you raised a lot of money too. I mean, how much, how much money have you raised this year or last uh, year? We close to 800,000 last year, uh, which was a tough year because it's, and if you think about uh, the party as a four-year cycle, we didn't have a state convention and we didn't have, we weren't running any uh, federal offices or, or state offices. So it was a tough, it's the toughest of the four-year cycle and we raised close to 800,000. So we're feeling good about uh, our party moving forward into, into this election year. Great. And it's always harder to raise money when you're in a, in a large degree. You're just trying to get out of debt. That's always uh, that's right. That's, that's right. No, really tough. We all know that debt. from our personal lives. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Amy Carnavali, uh, state uh, GOP chair chairwoman. You've, you've done a really good job and congratulations on a successful first year. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch as uh, time goes on. And, and congratulations on your victory tonight <laughs> in out in Worcester. <laughs> Uh, an unopposed victory, but you know a W is a W, as they uh, as they say in exactly. athletics. All right, thank you, Amy Carnavali, uh, Mass GOP State Chairwoman. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. 
This hour of the Howie Car Show is brought to you in part by the 110 Grill. There's still time to reserve your table for Valentine's Day. Visit 110grill.com and find the location nearest you. Howie Car is back. We have the best economy in the world. Inflation is coming down. There's still too much expensive, too, too much is ex- expense, and a little bit of corporate greed going on too. Nationwide. <laughs> there, well, there's a little article written. You ought to get your connection to it. It's called. It's, it's about Snickers. What's happened with the Snickers bars? Yeah. Snickers bars. You know that candy. Well, they haven't raised the price of Snicker Bar. They just took 10% of it out. <laughs> he's obsessed with the Snickers Bars. That's the second time he's mentioned the Snickers Bar. And that's that story is it's about shrinkflation. And, you know, the reason there's shrinkflation is not so much about corporate greed. It's because they, the Mars and every other producer of everything has a choice of either raising prices and losing sales or trying to keep sales by sneakily cutting the price. But either way, it's not Mars or any other producer's fault so much as it is Brandon's fault for the the insane inflation rates that his uh, crackpot, lunatic economic policies have engendered. And he's trying to incoherently blame it on uh, on Snickers bars. And as, as people have been texting on, or talking on social media, what about Three Musketeers? What about Milky Ways? Forget Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, just the Mars products. Today's poll question is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. Dr. Highness has rolled back to pre-COVID prices for the month of February only. Save $1,500 today and tell them how we sent you at hairman.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is do you agree with Dartmouth College's decision to again require applicants to take the SAT or ACT? Yes, college students should be able to read and write, or no, it's racist. Yes, and they should also be able to put a verb in any sentence. 96% say yes. All right, 844-500-4242. J.D., you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, J.D. Hey, Howie. Uh, I just, on the border, I just, I'm kind of dumbfounded on to why all, all the governors are supporting Governor Abbott, but yet why don't we have razor wire and containers and what have you all over Arizona and every state that borders Mexico because well they have Democrat governors in those other states for you know that's the first thought off the top of my head JD I get that part but why why don't we just defy okay why don't the Republicans go in there and just defy with the National Guard whatever Biden is issuing because what's he gonna do that, that's my question. What's he going to do if everybody defies him? Well, I, I mean, I think I think we're seeing the answer, J.D. He's not doing anything. He's not going to go in there. 
He he. How can he go in there and and, and stop? I mean, constitutionally, I mean, he he could maybe like move the, move it up to the appeals court that uh, tried to screw Donald Trump today with their decision and and try to say, well, Texas uh, Texas isn't it uh, doesn't have the right. And I mean, he's already won the Supreme Court decision, but he he's not going to move. How is he going to move against Texas? He's going to do. You, do you want him to send in the board? I mean, is it is it? politically viable, not to mention uh, constitutionally uh, sustainable, to send in the Border Patrol to open up the border. The Border the border Patrol is there to prevent an invasion. He wants to use the Border Patrol against the Texas state authorities and facilitate a continuing invasion. And we see what we see the fruits of the continuing inv- invasion just in, in New York City today or New York State. The uh, a, a, a uh, an Arab terrorist who snuck across the border in November attacked a Jewish homeowner today. You have uh, you you have uh, migrant illegal alien gangs that are committing violent crimes every day in New York City, and the George Soros prosecutors refuse to prosecute them. By the way, uh, the the uh, the empty George Soros seat, uh, the Democrat, former congressman, former candidate for governor, he broke with uh, Biden and uh, and the Democrats today and said he supports a uh, a standalone Israeli aid package because he's in a predominantly Jewish district running against a Jewish woman, an Israeli immigrant, and uh, he's running behind. That's a traditionally Democrat district, in spite of the fact that Santos carried it. And the Democrats are concerned they're going to lose the district. I hope they do lose the district. It's important that they lose the district. It's Queens and uh, part of parts of Long Island. Pete, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, hey, Howie. Thank you for taking my call. You know, it's amazing to me, like Kathy Hochul, um, Buffalo. It's amazing. Uh, these people don't have a damn clue how to correct a problem. And they endorse it. They they are all in with it because of the party line, right? And you know it. it, it and you know it seems to me, Howie. It seems to me, just seems to me that we've let our country slip. I will all say. I will also say this, Howie, as well, is that uh, the Republicans are just as responsible for the mess that we're in. I wouldn't say totally equally responsible, but it's uh, they're not far off. I mean, could you imagine that Mitch McConnell and this idiot uh, Lankford signed off on this this abomination of a bill? And then they were they were so spineless that they backed off in less than 24 hours. It was pitiful. I'm going to play you a Lankford cut when we come back. If you want to see what a nitwit this guy is, I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. I'm, uh, I'm going to tweet out uh, Amy Carnavale's uh, GOP rep- progress report that she... It's out. We already put it out. 
and I uh, highlighted one paragraph. She she couldn't talk too much about it, but just to show you the the devastation and the financial and legal chaos that was left behind by uh, Jim Jones Lyons and the DoorDash deal and the rest of his uh, lunatic Kool-Aid cult. And again, they're going to be up for uh, a lot of them are running for uh, for the state committee, not Jim Jones Lyons, but DoorDash deal and Mr. Meat Raffle and the Dog Walker and a, a whole bunch of these clowns that, that wrecked the entire party want to get reelected and ruin and get back to ruining the party. And it's just it will not stand. It will not stand. I don't think. Eight four tonight uh, is the Nevada Nevada primary. I'm reading now that uh, they say that uh, that Nikki Haley has banked votes. I, I wonder about that when the governor and the lieutenant governor are saying vote none of the above. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's, it's kind of meaning. It is meaningless. Not kind of. It is meaningless because they are uh, competing tonight for zero votes because they will not. Uh, no delegates will be decided tonight by this. The delegates will be decided in the caucuses, and Nikki Haley is not competing in the caucuses, so she's already conceded the 26 votes from Nevada to the convention to uh, Donald J. Trump, or as uh, Biden calls him, Thronald Hump. Thronald Hump. 844. <laughs> People are saying that uh, Biden is going to, next he's going to say that Thronald Hump is cutting the three musketeers down to two musketeers. 844-500-4242. Before we go back to the phone lines, there's another interesting story today from the uh, Halls of Justice. The uh, U.S. attorney in Philadelphia is uh, Jacqueline Romero. She claims to be a woman of color. I thought she was white, but she's, she claims to be a POC, and she is a lesbian. So you can guess what, where her political uh, leanings are. So the New York Post is reporting, I guess this is a leak from, uh, from, from uh, Comer's, James Comer's committee. Philadelphia lesbian attorney of color, Jacqueline Romero, allegedly retaliated against a federal prosecutor working in her office after he accepted a temporary detail to investigate and prosecute Hunter Biden. Three sources exclusively told the Post in bombshell new allegations of Justice Department corruption. Romero told uh, US, Assistant U.S. Attorney Derek Hines she was cool to the idea of him joining what was then a pre-indictment criminal investigation of the first son related to millions of dollars in foreign income and unpaid income taxes. She left little doubt that she believed this uh, U.S. attorney of, the, of an alternate sexual persuasion and a person of color, according to her own account that she believed Hunter shouldn't face charges. He was guilty, of course. He, had, he was an income tax evader. He was a pervert. He was a crackhead. He was a, uh, a gun scofflaw. But he shouldn't face charges because he's a Democrat, damn it, according to three sources. And, and this guy, Derek Hines, he was one of the guys who tried to engineer the deal to uh, make sure Hunter wasn't prosecuted. So he's obviously a loyal Democrat, but he wasn't loyal enough, apparently. And uh, one source said colleagues were told that Hines was barred, was banned from the office, the office that he worked out of, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Philadelphia. Uh, it's really pitiful. 
A Justice Department biography describes uh, Romero as the first LGBT person and the first woman of color to hold the Philadelphia U.S. Attorney's position. Uh, the pair, uh, Hines and this guy Weiss, replaced L Leslie Wolf, the uh, big-time Democrat campaign contributor, now former assistant Delaware U.S. attorney, whom two, two US IRS agents have accused of repeatedly shielding her fellow Democrats, Joe and Hunter Biden, from routine investigative steps. Wolf, again, she's a big-time contributor to uh, Josh Shapiro, the governor of Pennsylvania, and her husband is a big uh, contributor to, uh, to the Obamas. She headed off attempts to get cell phone geolocation data that could have proven Hunter's claim in a threatening text message to a Chinese government-linked business associate in July 2017 that he was sitting here with my father. That's when, uh, that's when within 10 days, he got $5 million in cash after he shook down the Chinese by bringing up his father's name. Kind of like Michael Corleone would have brought up uh, Don Corleone's name in The Godfather except Don Corleone was coherent to the very end. Wolf, the uh, partisan Democrat uh, persecutor, testified 79 times during a December 14th deposition before a House committee that she was, quote, not authorized by the Justice Department to discuss alleged malfeasance and corruption in the case. These people are just unbelievably corrupt unbelievably corrupt. I want to play you the cut from, uh, this is uh, this guy Lankford, when he was pushing this thing, before, he's going to vote against his own bill tomorrow if it comes out onto the floor of the uh, of the Senate. Again, it's very, it's the Republican version of Ed Markey voting present on his own uh, on his own green, inner, green New Deal bill a few years back. But so he's on with, uh, with Hugh Hewitt yesterday promoting his, uh, his, his nonsensical uh, bill. And uh, this is what transpired. Cut 17. Back America. I'm Hugh Hewitt, joined by Senator Jim Lankford of Oklahoma. Good morning, Senator. Welcome back. Good morning. And it's always James, never Jim. Do you know who I am? <laughs> hey, 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 Jimbo, pardon me for laughing in your face. It's always James. Always James. Senator in 2010 deposition. This is an old story. 13-year-olds can consent to sex. Oklahoma City. Before he became a leading voice for conservative causes on Capitol Hill, U.S. Senator Jim Lankford spent more than a decade as director of youth programming at the Falls Creek Baptist Conference Center, a sprawling campground 80 miles south of Oklahoma City that attracts more than 50,000 campers in grades 6 through 12 every year. In 2009, while Langford worked at the camp, the family of a 13-year-old girl sued a 15-year-old boy who was alleged to have had sex with her at the camp. Now, he didn't have anything to do with this, but he was deposed because he was one of the people running the camp. Langford testified in the deposition in 2010 that he believed a 13-year-old could consent to sex. Yes, I think they can. The age of consent in Oklahoma is 16. It's un and the AP says, it's unclear whether Lankford, who has no formal legal training, was aware of the legal age of consent at the time of his deposition. I don't know about you, but I was always taught 
15 will get you 20. I mean, I don't think you need to go to law school to, to absorb that lesson. 15 will get you 20. 844-500-4242. 413. Went to physical therapy today in Westfield, and the Walgreens next door had a sign saying they're closing this month. How do I get in touch with Ayanna Presley? Well, you know how bad things are now in Boston with all these uh, illegal aliens and everything, everything, including courthouses, rec centers being turned into flop houses. There's a story about in one of the papers today saying Walgreens set to close. State says it is not planned as an illegal alien flop house currently. I mean, so whenever anything shuts down, if if like a, a diner shuts down. They're gonna try to. They're gonna try to move in. Uh, you know, uh, it turn it into a, a foreign freeloader flop house. I, I'm not kidding you. You can't. You you can't make this crap up. <laughs> Hugh Hewitt should have called him Jimmy. I prefer Jimbo. Or uh, or how about Jaime, the Spanish Jaime Lankford. Because that is what he will be known as once the illegal aliens take over Oklahoma. Jaime Lankfort. 844-500-4242. Tom, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, Howie. I got just a couple of quick things. Thanks for everything you do. Um, Number one, I find it hilarious for them to pounce on the fact that inflation has slowed and we're in this great position. But, you know... (laughs) When a, it when is. a boat is, is sinking, when a boat sinks, it's sinking, and then it gets to a certain point where it's just about to go below the waterline, and they plug the hole, and they go, hey, look, we're not sinking anymore, but we are so delicate right now that any tip one way or the other, we're going to just right. gonna go down in one big ball of gas. Um, the other thing is Janet Mills. I'm up here in Maine. Janet Mills has opened up that uh, Department of New Americans. Yes. just absolutely kicks me off and she's dragging the garbage from portland up into central maine and it's going to destroy us it's just going to destroy us you know um but that's anyway, the I plan the, tom that's uh, you shouldn't call them garbage i just have to say that but you know that's the plan this is the fundamental transformation of america that obama sought that's what they want to do they just want to destabilize every city and town that they don't live in you know, they they don't they they uh, they. You think they're going to put any in Kennebunkport, where I used to live? Hey, I, I you know I lived in the basement of the Colony Hotel, but they're not going to put any in Kennebunkport. You know that. Are they going to put any in Falmouth Foreside? I don't think so. That's the. It's going to be the same. It's the same in in Massachusetts. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Doug, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Doug. Hey, Howie, uh, the reason Biden doesn't want to perform at the Super Bowl is because he'll be booed off the stage. Well, he I mean, he would do a taped interview. You know, I don't think he, he I don't think he's planning to go to Las Vegas for the uh, for the game. I, I usually presidents don't go. I, I can't remember the last time if a president ever went to the game. Can you? No, I can't. I just thought that he was asked to uh, this would be nor this would be Nora game. O'Donnell would be approaching him on bended knee. You know, like she always approaches <laughs> Democrats. It, it, hey, Howie, I don't know if you if you watched the uh, sixty minutes uh, the other night. 
did you notice that all the illegals coming through were dressed in brand new clothing, North Face, uh, you know, all kinds of expensive clothing? Yeah, they they Who's all paying are. For that? They we you got a mirror. You and I are paying for it. And and now it turns out that a lot of these people, before they even get to the United States. They're getting uh, they're they're getting uh, debit cards and uh, and all kinds of handouts from the United Nations from these welfare organizations like the ones that are uh, providing terrorists for Hamas. Now they're providing they're sending terrorists north again from from uh, from Mexico and and that all that's all you that's all our money too. That's all American money that they're using. They're they're using American money to destabilize with these letting these uh, third world uh, savages into the country, and uh, and and trying to wreck the country from from everywhere from Texas to Maine. It's it just doesn't end. Thanks for the call. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Limerick says Hershey's has changed their uh, has changed their <laughs> their mounds bar to the mound bar. That's good. 844-500-4242. Uh, Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Howie, I was listening to your uh, interview with uh, Amy Carnival, and I think that um, one of the uh, paths towards reclaiming <clears throat> some representation is to um, have a unified message. And the unified message ought to be the harm that um, – we're experiencing from illegal uh, immigration. And she, rather than trying to boil the ocean, she ought to pick off vulnerable districts the way that Durant did. Right. So concentrated strategic fights rather than trying to get everybody elected. I, you know, I agree. I has been. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's all. So I had to no, say. I think I think you're absolutely right. I and I think she understands that. And I, I think that's how Durant won. You're you're absolutely right about that too. I mean, he he was probably even Steven going in against a, another incumbent state rep from the district. And he ended up winning that by close to a landslide, 55-45. He won it, and, and it, he he just kept banging away at illegal immigration, illegal immigration, illegal immigration. Yeah, that's the uh, they could they can pick off a few seats. I mean, it's you know, it's it's going to take a it's not going to mean that it's going to be a, a competitive situation in the legislature, but he can they can start to do something. And I think they're going to do some damage this year. I'm Howie Carr. Looking for the perfect gift for the Howie Carr fan in your life? Or maybe you're looking for a great deal on a local restaurant or entertainment venue. We've got them all. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click store. The Howie Car Show is back. 844 What really boggles the mind is Mara Healy acting upset about the illegal alien crisis in Massachusetts when you and I both know she'll be voting for Biden in November. So will they all. Yeah. All of the people who are complaining about it or most of them, it's certainly the people in the uh, Democrat leadership. 844-500-4242. Ernest, you're next. Uh, just, a, just a moment, Howie. The House vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas has failed. Uh, what was the vote? 
Uh, they're still tallying, but it has not. I mean, it didn't meet the threshold to to pass. Oh, the, or just to go forward, or to uh, was this an actual up or down vote? I'm just reading a guy's house vote to impeach <laughs> Mayorkas fails. All right. Okay. You know, they have all these procedural votes. I was just wondering if it made it to the to the floor. That's that's pitiful. That's sad. I mean, they're they're voting right now. They're still voting. No, but it didn't. It, if it didn't, if it didn't prevail, I mean, it must have been three or four Republicans uh, uh, took a hike. That's the way. It, that's the way it must have gone. And I'm sure no Democrats broke ranks. They they very seldom, not not always, but very 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 seldom break ranks. Ernest, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ernest. Uh, good evening. This this bill. To us, this border bill, they should rename it. It should be Ukrainian border bill. Right, exactly. It's going to be you. Yeah. It's all about Ukraine. It's not a, it, the, uh, this is a fig leaf. Go ahead, Ernest. It's pitiful. It's absolutely pitiful. Yeah. I, I know. And, and they're allowed to, uh, they're allowed to pretend this is about the border and they're allowed to pretend it does something and it doesn't do anything. And it's dead though. I mean, so they, that, that's the good news. I was thinking about it last night. Remember when they tried to do this in 2007 when uh, George Bush was president, McCain was involved in it. I think uh, Ted Kennedy was involved in it. And I remember they, they, uh, they said that uh, they were gonna, there were provisions to add illegal aliens to social security. And they said, if you're an illegal alien and you work 16 quarters, you're eligible to collect Social Security. So we've got the the four Republicans that voted no. Yeah. Ken Buck, Mike Gallagher, Tom McClintock, and Blake Moore. I don't know who the hell Blake Moore is. Utah. Oh, thank you, Blake. Blake, not Blake Edwards, Blake Moore. But then they said 16 quarters, the illegal aliens had to work for, to get Social Security. You and I have to work 40 quarters. We have to work 10 years. They had to, quote, unquote, work four years. That didn't go anywhere either. Thanks, Ken Buck. CNN is calling. This is Caroline Levitt inviting you to join me November 16th as we journey in search of Iceland's magical northern lights with Colette Tours. We'll experience the land of fire and ice with a rare opportunity to search for the northern lights One of nature's most dazzling light displays. See the ever-changing steaming lava fields in massive glacier sculpted mountains and valleys, leaving thundering waterfalls and plunging fjords. We'll travel the Golden Circle, walk on a black volcanic sand beach, and relax in the warm, mineral-rich water of the Blue Lagoon. This and so much more Colette covers the details, from flights to meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your only job is to have the time of your life. Don't miss out. Visit HowieCarshow.com and click on the banner or call Colette at 800-581-8942. That number again is 800-581-8942.